This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. Hello and welcome to the latest episode of the Two Robbies podcast, your destination for in-depth discussion and analysis of every single Premier League match week. Subscribe and listen to us anywhere you listen to podcasts. I'm Robbie Musto and he's Robbie Earl. And on today's show, Manchester City win the League Cup again over Aston Villa. That controversial decision at the end of the Everton-Manchester United game, we'll certainly get into that. Spurs drop three points at home against impressive Wolves. Of course, as always, our underappreciated performances of the weekend. But first, that shock result of perhaps the season, or certainly of the season, mm. Watford 3, Liverpool 0. The goals came very quickly in an 18-minute run. Ismaila Saar scored a couple of goals on 54th and the 60th minute, and Troy Deeney uh, added that uh, third goal for Watford in the 72nd minute, Robbie Earl. My mm. goodness, my friend. I mean, us in the studio were flabbergasted, really, yeah. what we were seeing uh, in terms of this game. What did you make of it all, my friend? Well, April the 29th, leap year. <laughs> so, something different. I mean, maybe we should have expected something, but it, it certainly Liverpool didn't have a spring in their step. Mm. Um, I was trying to think, will Liverpool, will Jurgen Klopp be thinking, well, that's out of the way. At least we, we, we've done with that. Well, that's what he's saying. Yeah, I don't think so, Rob. Mm. I've got to be honest, I don't think so. Yes, I know that, that there was a little bit of pressure. I know they're talking publicly that every game's important. I know, but not at Watford. Not in that manner. Yeah. Not the way that they didn't turn up. Rob. The one mm. thing we said about Liverpool, the one thing that we, we I talked about last week, has sets this Liverpool team apart is every week you get a performance, you, you kind of get the effort regardless of the ability. That wasn't there. They, they got outthought, outfought, and outplayed. Rob against a Watford team that in the bottom three, it was as. For all the bad days, for all the good days, this was all those the bad days put into one day. That might be the only blessing. That I don't think they can play as badly as that again for the rest of the season. Is there any sort of, um, I guess, an excuse that it, it's incredibly difficult mm. to do what we give them credit for, of course, which is doing it week in, week out, you know, off of midweek games sometimes, and having yeah. the mental ability yeah. and the energy and the work ethic and the pressing and everything else and the quality every mm. single week. Mm. You know, it, it is difficult. Um, it is, yeah. Is there, any, but, is there anything in it like that the, the, they're not... You know, the, the, this is always going to happen at some point. You can't keep being as amazingly good as they Bad been. days can happen. It yeah. was startling, though, Rob. No shots in the first half. I think one shot on target in, in, over the course of the game. The things that we take for granted from Liverpool were not there. The things that make them different and special and why they've been on a 44-game unbeaten run and, and was it 423 days since they last lost. The reason why, there were things that, that, that are a given. They weren't there, Rob. That, and... and it's maybe a little reminder in some respects to, to, to this football club that despite 
great names and a huge club and, and, and great history. That You know what? Every week, every single week in this Premier League, you've got to earn it. And, and I thought you came up with, with a really good point in, in the broadcast, and it was something I'd wrote down. I get a sense, and, and this is where I talk about dressing rooms and pillars and people. Mm. James Milner, Jordan Henderson, not on their watch. Mm. Not on their watch. Yeah. Not if they're in that team. Rob, and, and I looked at him, I thought, in terms of Liverpool great footballers, they wouldn't be at the top of the list. They might not even make the top ten of Liverpool great footballers. Yep. But of influence across this team, one and two. Numbers one and two. Mm. Well, we know and that. I just think Jordan Henderson, we did a little piece on in, in a simplifier game the other week where he was just ratting at one or two players and not high-fiving Andrew Robertson when he made a mistake and having a go at, at one of the forwards for not pulling back. All those little things were missing from this Watford. Now, that doesn't mean they would win the game. That doesn't mean that they wouldn't have lost the run. But the, the, the one bit that's been a constant, the one bit that's been like headshots, how they keep on with, with this driving determination mm. was missing. And there was a great shot of Milner and Henderson sitting in the stand. And, and I'm just in my mind going, not on there, what? Mm. That doesn't happen. You know what uh, fascinates me about football is that whatever you see as a player, right? And we've, we've both been there. Mm-hmm. Football is incredibly infectious. So whatever happens in, in the game, and particularly yeah. with your teammates, it's infectious. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If somebody's closing the ball down and working really, really hard, you automatically do the same thing. If there's a drop-off in somebody's performance, they make a couple of sloppy passes and then somebody else does it, it becomes infectious as well. Mm-hmm. If Absolutely. you're not working very hard as a couple yeah. of individuals and you see it, it becomes infectious. Now, what you're saying is, and I totally agree, and that was the whole point, it, once that starts, you've got to stop it. And Henderson yeah. will point his finger mm-hmm. or, or get hold of somebody and make sure that... That, he, that person doesn't do it again and that it doesn't Correct. become infectious with the team. That's Correct. what we saw from the mm. very first whistle of sloppy f- uh, football, mm. no pressing but or limited pressing, which, which isn't normally then, but you can still no. get away with that if you're playing great football. But the football wasn't there. It was almost no. like, and even when we heard Jurgen Klopp speak afterwards and what, looked at him, I'd never seen Jurgen Klopp look so flustered flat. and yeah, yeah, flat yeah, and, and yeah. like he didn't mm. realise what had happened. I mean, mm. of course, we... we we sort of were saying in the studio is as if this whole club had some really bad news yeah. just before they went out like the whole club the manager and the players yeah. and, and everybody yeah. um, because it looks so flat and it's so far away from what you're normally seeing attitude and application is, is one of my first notes at the end of the game when I'm kind of reflecting on it and as you said, right in your first line, Rob, is, is what has made this team as great as it is. The fact that it is a team and their attitude and application has been exemplary. I just, I, I'll never understand, and, and, and I don't know whether we'll ever find out, uh, yeah. uh, why that difference and the difference in, let's simplify this, effort yeah. from, from, from individuals, which of course collates into the team, was so down on what we're normally seeing. Yeah, and we talked about, didn't we, the, the, I think it was on our last podcast about the the personality of a manager seeps, seeps down into his team and, and, they're, and they're just a manifest, manifestation of the guy on the side. And as you say, Jurgen Klopp was strangely not himself, just mm. like letting things happen. Mm. I've seen I've seen him 2-0 up and going crazy with one little mistake. Yeah. There, yeah. Were, there were things, there were big things happening in the game and it was, it was just like he was, it was passing him by, as, as you say. I mean, that's a good line, whether there was, there was some bad news, whether there's something behind it, whether it was just an off day and everybody had an off day. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I, I don't know. And maybe... We'll find out sometime down the line. But it was interesting, as you say, that Jurgen Klopp, I, I, I read some reports, he said that he's pleased that it's out of the way. He sees it as a positive 
uh, he, he was saying now, Robert, in, in that um, we can play freer again, which, which makes me think then they were under a little bit of pressure. And, and the bit where he says we don't care about the records obviously did matter a yeah, little bit more I, I, than I maybe they're, yeah. they're, they're making out. I, I, don't, I don't believe that. Actually, to be fair, Van Dyke said the same thing, Rob, in another interview, that, that we didn't, we're not talking about, you know, we're mm. thinking about it, we're not talking about records. When, when you're, you're unbeaten after 27 games right and you and you've you've won 26th of them and there's 11 games left and you know that the adulation and the respect that's given to the Arsenal Invincibles you have to be thinking about that and you know again right at the start Rob your first um, answer basically about regrets and whether the club I I agree with you I think there will be a big regret given this game and and that's tough to say given how great they've been and, and it sounds it sounds harsh. Now, I don't mean it to be harsh. If they lost against West Ham last weekend, you know, with the crazy sort of game, yeah. then you're like, wow, you know, I guess that it happened. And, and But in this manner, the manner they, they that, have yeah. to have regrets. That if, They'd love to have the game over, Rob, wouldn't they? And Absolutely. keep this running going. But listen, the, the run is over. They do have the joint longest winning streak with Man yeah. City now with the 18, 18 games. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Do, do you think, do you believe them when it's going to help them? Or is, is it a reason to switch off more possibly when you're into the Premier League game you, because there's nothing really they've won there I mean of course FA Cup yeah. next Chelsea yeah. away at the Stamford Bridge yeah, on yeah. Tuesday and then of course the um, Champions League etc etc how, how does it affect them yeah. Rob going forward now that, that defeat well that's a good question um, what we'll find out is listen they, they won't be the invincibles but it's been a, it's been an outstanding outstanding to this point, mm, 28 game season so far. Incredible run that, that, you, that they had, you right. But we've got 10 games to go, Rob. Now, do these 10 games become, they're going to win the title. Do they become mm. a win, the odd draw, and maybe another loss between now mm. and then? Or do yeah. they maintain those standards that say, you know what? Yes, we've lost great one bad day. And that's a that's great question. Gonna, that, that's going to drive us on. Because the, 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 the prize is, is almost there. The prize is touchable for them. How do they get to that prize? How, how much do they want to be remembered for a team that's lost one game? You know, it'll be back-to-back seasons. They'll have only lost one game. Mm. You know, they'll have been runners-up one year with, with, was it 97 points? In, yes, and won it na- yep. Now with a, probably 100 knob points. Those are still milestones that are yep. within the football club's grasp. Mm. We find out a little bit about them now, Rob, and, and we haven't had to ask too many questions because they've been brilliant and had all the answers so far. A little bit about not how good they are, and it's, they should celebrate this title that's been taking 30 years, but we find out a little bit about the people and the personalities and the drive and all the good things we've been saying. Ten games show us a little bit more about them. Mm. Yeah, and, and of course, it, it takes a lot more effort physically for the players, this, this team, to play at its best because it's all about effort and pressing and, yeah. and determination and everything else but but that is has to be the way to go to get yourself in in a in a condition ready for the other competitions they, they they've got trophies to win now the season's yeah. about trophies for Liverpool Football Club yeah. FA Cup coming up on Tuesday mm. Champions League work to do uh, away in Spain that that's uh, sorry back at Anfield isn't it? of course the second yeah. leg so you know by maintaining a level now of whatever competition it is I think is important for them to be to be right for the big game because listen it's a cliche in football Rob isn't it that you can't turn it on and off like a tap 
Yeah. You can't just, you know, go easy in a Premier League game and then turn it on again in a midweek Champions League uh, second leg or whatever. So that's interesting. Uh, and, and I think, I mean, I'll tell you what I saw yesterday, which which is, is is a mark to how well Liverpool have done, but also maybe a reflection of where other clubs are and, and one together. I saw Man United fans, you know, cheering the, 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 the Watford. I saw Arsenal fans with a few and, the, you know, <laughs> yeah. the Invincibles. And I saw, you know... Manchester City fans and, and saw other teams taking pleasure in seeing mm. Liverpool not fail. Now, mm. the great teams, the Man United treble team, had to push through and go on and win mm. and, and win more trophies, as you say. Now it's about how great do this Liverpool want to be? They've yeah. been brilliant so far, yeah. but now how great? Do, how much do you want to be remembered? How much do you want to be talked about yeah. when people in 10 or 15 years talk about this league and this team? Mm. You know, we've been having this debate, you know, where do they sit in the greats of, of, of Premier League era? We'll find a bit of that out over the next 10 games. Just looking ahead real quick, and of course we'll get into this possibly next weekend. Um, on Tuesday, Chelsea away yeah. uh, in the FA Cup. Mm. Are you expecting a, 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 an immediate bounce? Is, yeah. Um, yeah. is it enough time to get over what just happened? There are Anfield next weekend, I think it's against Bournemouth, which I'm sure yeah. the Anfield crowd will totally um, raise them, them again. Yeah. Chelsea away... Is that a test you're talking about? Is if they can get it back up, turn it back on again for that game? Yeah, it's a big game, Rob. It's against mm. the top four rival. It's against a team they, they don't particularly like. These two high-profile football clubs with the managers. I think Jurgen Klopp will say will be a come on, okay, let's let's show people who we really are. Let's get back to it. Couple of play, you know, players individually had had poor days. Trent Alexander-Arnold and, and, and Andrew Robertson were, you know, were not the, the players we've seen in the past. Defensively, uh, Liverpool weren't as great. Mm. I think they'll want to go to Chelsea and just put a little reminder down to everybody. Of, of who yeah. of who they are, mm. what they are, and how they do things. Mm. And yeah, just to just to stop any tittle tackle that starts yeah. that they're now you know on easy street or mm. they, they they can't see it through as great champions do. Mm. Watford Football Club, my buddy wow. Nigel Pearson. Wow. I mean, mm. wow. a what tremendous a game plan that, that, that yeah. uh, I think it was yeah. Ben Foster that said afterwards they've been working on this through yeah. the week um, in terms of being compact and having a plan of, of mm-hmm. pace on the counter-attack. I think um, we pointed out before the game that the threat from Watford and, and where they could get some joy was the two wide players. Wide play. yeah. Lefeu, we have to... He started oh. great, but the injury looks such a shame. Looked, it? Such yeah. a shame. It, it looks a, a bad one, an awkward one, yeah. and... Um, mm. You know, we, we wish we're him appearing, well, yeah, we, appears yeah. to be a knee injury. Mm. We'll, we're, we're waiting for confirmation on that. And Ismail yeah. Asar, a player that came Ismail back into the side, Asar, and what a game wow. and what an impact he had. Wow. Ismail Asar, okay, he is, you know, he likes to throw one out there. Oh, no. Okay, yeah. What's he the next? Is he the next? <laughs> oh, here we go. Sadio Mane. Could wow. he be? Think that's, of Sadio Mane at Southampton. Yeah. Yeah, think of Sadio Mane at Southampton Football Club when he first came in. Pacey. Um, not always great end product, but great talent, speed, ability, strength, can play number of positions across the, the line. Mm. 22 years of age, yeah. Rob. Yeah, uh, yeah, $30 million yeah, dollars yeah, yeah. pace. We've seen him finish. He gets there a couple of times. He's been a bit erratic and, and we've said, oh, you know, but, but that comes with age. I mean, mm. is he one to put a little marker on? million percent. Million percent he is, and Sadio Mane. It's interesting because Senegalese, and there's been talk yeah. and reports that 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 Sadio Mane, his is inspiration, is everything to him as a young yeah, player coming he, through. Yeah, he's mentoring him, isn't he? Yeah. him out, and Sadio Mane has has put his arm around him and um and yeah, mentoring him and looking after him. So absolutely right. And and in terms of a player, um, 
he's very very quick and he's very strong and he's got mm. great physicality he's a tall yeah. tall boy who can play a little bit he's got great pace you know we've talked a lot about Watford Rob and, and the Pozzo family yeah. and you know yeah. how I feel about them and, yeah. I, and I feel their main strength mm. is their their links and their recruitment uh, it came from Rennes yeah. in French football yeah. 36 Absolutely. million and a half dollars is a record Nothing. of course it's a lot of money but yeah. it's not a lot of money if he gets half as good as what we think he could be. So another bit of great recruitment. Great the manager business. did very good work there. Yeah. And you know what, Rob? And I felt I felt a little bad about it afterwards in, when, in the studio and we're kind of summing up the game because, mm. and I might be wrong here because I want your take on it. Yes, they were well set up. And, and yes, they were clinical. I just mm. didn't think they had to be that great. I mean, the, I, I thought Liverpool was so weak I mean, Ben Foster made one save. They had one shot on target. One save. Uh, so, uh, yeah, I hear you. Do you know what you. I mean? I, I didn't I see, I didn't but, see but, but, heroic but performances from Watford players. It was kind of comfortable. Uh, it was comfortable. Uh, uh, but they made it comfortable, Rob. And I think I, I hear what you're saying in terms of football. It was a, it was a, it was a, as an off day as off a day as Liverpool have had as I can remember Jurgen Klopp being in charge. But let, let's remember the circumstances of what we're going. Watford in the bottom three struggling, they've had the bounce and, and, and format being great. Liverpool flying, everybody talking about, you know, invincibles. This will be another game. Watford away won't be a problem. You you know, Rob, when you're down there and playing under pressure, yes, you can have a game plan. Yes, you can have a manager who believes in you. But you've got to go out against a team top of the table and play in that manner with, mm. with some freedom, with expressing yourself, with dominating the football. That ain't easy. That, that's a tough thing to do. It's a reason why teams at the bottom of the table continue to struggle and, and not get results because you play a little bit inhibited. You play a little bit safe. You go 1-0 up and you drop off and you say, OK, we've got one goal. Let's hang on to this. Mm. Watford did nothing of the sort. And I think we, you've got to give credit for their yeah, of course, mentality of and their course, approach. Of course. And, and, and yes, Liverpool weren't great, but Liverpool still carry a danger. Mane, Firmino and Salah have to have one moment and they mm. can change a game, whether it's 1-0 or 3-0. If, mm. if they score a goal, all of a sudden, and we've seen them score two, three. Look at look at West Ham the, the other day. Mm. No, I, I know, and, and you're and you're right. I, I just, I mean, I guess it's credit to Watford. That, that yeah, I think we've got to go more on the credit. I mean, we've yeah, got to give them was, credit. It was they've made form. Liverpool. They made it comfortable. Yeah, yeah. And, they, and they punished Liverpool for for Absolutely. sloppy bits of defending where players just didn't attempt to tackle or no. win the ball back. We did a little um, piece on. Uh, on the tactics session afterwards, that will be on um, on YouTube. I think in the next couple of days, me and Carl did that about yeah. Liverpool's kind of create like weirdness where they they weren't closing the ball down. But anyway, no, absolutely right. Full credit to Nigel Pearson. Yeah. That takes them out of the relegation zone on goal difference, Rob. And you'd have mm. to think. I mean, they've had they had a good run before, and they they had, yeah. they had a bad run. This, I mean, do you see them staying up, Rob? Do you I think this saying, is enough? I keep saying, if the team's down there, and the the thing that gives me hope is that if if I had one manager down there, I'd, mm. I'd want Nigel, and if I had one group of players down there, I look around yeah, and say it'd be mm. Watford. Yeah. I just think, I mean, De La Feo was a miss, but Pereira can come in and bring a different kind of game, yeah. a different kind of quality on, on one side. Mm. Melisar, obviously, confidence is flying. Deeney scoring goals and ruffling feathers. And mm. it just looks like a setup that mm. I, th I think Watford believe they're getting out of it. And mm. I think that's the most important thing when you're mm. down there. I don't mm. know if Norwich do. I don't know if Villa do. Bournemouth continue to be a bit up and mm. down and West Ham, et cetera, et cetera. Mm. Watford look to me and feel like we're getting out of trouble. 
The first domestic trophy of the season, Robbie. That's our, next, that's our next subject. And Manchester City seem to own the Carabao Cup, isn't it? Is it three times now on a spin they've won this competition? They beat Aston Villa at Wembley, uh, 2-1 game. Aguero scored yeah. in the first yeah. half. Rodri also scored in the first half. Samata for Villa gave them hope just before yeah. half-time. It did finish, though, 2-1. There was a little bit of drama at the end. Uh, Villa yeah. almost got an equalising goal. It was Engel's header that came yeah. off the post. Yeah. Um, that's your quick summary of the game. Mm. It wasn't comfortable for City, was it, Rob? No. Um, they got the couple of goals up. The first one, um, good play. Uh, Phil Foden in the team, which was nice to see. Sisti mm. Deguero, Rodri from the corner that shouldn't have been a corner, but scores. And all of a sudden you think, right, City going on, it'll be three or four. But in fairness to Villa, a bit more front foot, a little bit more aggressive, getting pressing the ball and trying to win it back at least, causing some problems. We have to turn to my friend, Robbie Musto. Who? John Stones. Yeah, he's certainly a, a topic of discussion. Uh, who makes he's just a, unlucky, wasn't he? Just unlucky. He makes a horrendous mistake, Robbie Musto. <laughs> he makes an horrendous mistake. And, f- and John Stones is turning into Phil Jones. <laughs> I have said this before and I continue to say it. When you can't trust a centre-back, when you don't believe in a centre-back, that, that if you just hang around him enough times, he's going to make a mistake that's going to give you a goal... Mm. Our centre-back is, is, mm. is not playing in a top-six team. Let, let's try and describe what happened there because I, I tell you what, for me, that was that was a player that's, that's nowhere near match-ready. His legs literally mm. gave up on him. He, he was a little... See, he, he was a little off... Let me just... Oh, yeah. I saw it as a, okay. it was a little... The ball, he, he kind of is a little off-balance and his legs just didn't... They just weren't... He's not in, he's not in match-fit shape. He's not... You know, his legs just gave away. It wasn't a slip. It wasn't anything no. like that. He just no. his legs gave way in the in the occasion, no. a, a cup final, um, and and you just like you said, you can't rely on him at the moment. I mean, that's nothing to do with the ball. I mean, sometimes you worry when he's on the ball, he can take risks a little bit. Mm. I just saw it as a player that hasn't played much. There's a reason for why he hasn't played much, and, and that occasion just had him just a little bit lost and his legs gave away. And did you, did you see that so differently? I, did, I disagree. Yeah, I disagree. I think if you or I, at the age we are and the condition we are, if that ball's coming over the top, Rob, my legs ain't going to go. My legs ain't going to go. Right. I'm going to read the ball and head it. Uh, let, me, let me finish what I think. Right. I think it's a mentality thing with, with John Stones. I think, he, he, I think he's, in his head, he's panicking. In his head, he's, don't make a mistake here. Got to get this out. Got to get... This. I think he's one of them. I think a million things are going through his mind, Rob, and I think he's... Oh, I felt... Oh, it's one yeah, of those How does that where affect his legs? If his, <laughs> it, le- his legs... He's got to get on his the way. His brain's not talking His brain is disconnected from his body. He's now in that phase, Rob, where... Did you see the look in, on his face? When it was almost like, yeah. when the goal went in, it was like looking at all his it. teammates. Yeah, wasn't he couldn't believe, believe it. It. Yeah. it was almost like, I know they're all talking about me. He knows all the fans that are starting to say he's not the right player. Mm. He's, he's lost the trust of his teammates. He's in a no-win position. Mm. It's a real tough situation for Manchester City and Pep now because mm. if, you're in a, if you're in a Champions League quarter-final, and you need to keep a clean sheet. Do you think John Stones played? No. Nowhere near. No, I mean, the, the, team, the team did change a lot from the Real Madrid side, didn't it? Jesus, yeah. Bernardo yeah. Silva, Kevin De Bruyne, uh-huh. the two they players changed. that did these, yeah. these that amazing roles up front. to see Phil Foden start, wasn't it? Yeah, so the, the team was changed. Aguero yeah. got his goal, a nice finish mm. into the ground. Phil Foden was involved in that. And it's nice to see Phil Foden um, playing out there. And, yeah. And, yeah. Should he be playing more, Rob? You know, does he does he get into their best team? I mean, who are you going to sit to to play him? 
Is it? Is this just simply he, got to wait for David Mahrez, Silva? Goes? He's fighting Bernardo Silva, isn't he? David Silva goes. Kevin De Bruyne, Gundogan is, is Gundogan, the other players, yeah. yeah. Rodri, you mm. know, Fernandinho. There's still a lot of places in there. Does he play one of the wide positions? Is he Mahrez? Is he Bernardo Silva? Leo Sane probably is going to go, so that might leave up a bit of space. But mm. I, I think we need to... He's 19 years of age, so he's got plenty of time. Pep keeps continually telling us about how impressed he is, what a great player he is, how he's part of the future. Mm. I'd just like to see him get a few more opportunities, Rob. You mm. know, whether it's a couple of league games, trusting him in, in a couple of cup games. This was big. Mm. Playing him in a league cup final, he could have easily left him on the bench. It was big, and, and the assist, I think, helps. Mm. I'd just like to see his development come. Mm. I'd like to see him being trusted a little bit more, maybe as John Stones is, and just mm. being trusted a little bit more because he, he's a talent. He's absolutely no doubt about it. He needs to get first-team football. Now, we've talked about Man City this season, Rob, mm. and we questioned whether they could be motivated to go and yeah. do the same thing in the mm. Premier League. Now, Man City have won four straight matches since yeah. the UEFA ban announcement. Yeah. Is that, of course, including that amazing Real Madrid performance, it seems like they're yeah. clicking into a top gear. Yeah. Is that the new motivation mm. for Manchester absolutely. City that's going to shove it down everybody else's neck and, and just give them that extra little 5% effort that could go on and win a lot of trophies. They're still in other competitions, Robbie. Yeah, they can three, Cup three trophies, and, yeah, can't they? In the Champions yeah. League. Got one already bagged away. Is that, am I right? Are they clicking into gear because of, I, of the of that if they've received the ban? I think so, and, and I've been saying for a while, I think this Manchester City team are more than just a club based on, on shake money. I think they, there is a there is a spirit about them. There is a character. There is a together. Been together for a long while. They're, they're yeah, and I think, I think there's a bit of feeling in, in that yeah. in that dressing room. They've said, okay, come on then. And sometimes you need extra motivation, Rob. Maybe we're winning games a little bit too easy. Maybe things were getting a little bit like we, we pull a shirt on, we play this team in the Premier League, we'll dominate possession and we'll beat them. Well, the UEFA ban has been a, a, a kick up the backside. Obviously, we will wait to see what happens with the peel. You know, the, the distance away from Liverpool has been a little bit embarrassing for Pep Guardiola team you know not getting to Champions League finals with this with this club is something that should happen all of a sudden there seems like a new mo- almost like we'll show you okay you just think it's about money we'll show you mm-hmm. and if they end up with two or three trophies and we're talking about the more important ones now obviously the League Cup's great to have FA Cup and then the big one, Champions League, they get past Real Madrid and, and, and get through to the quarters mm. of that. And all mm. of a sudden, mm. we're talking about a very different season. It could be a very different finish. For, mm. You know, if they ended up with those three trophies, Rob, there's no way you could say that That's this brilliant. hasn't been a successful Absolutely. season for Absolutely. Manchester City. Now, seasons for Aston Villa, just switching to them uh, yeah. before we move on, Rob. Yeah. And Dean Smith, of course, a buddy of mine, mm. I, I yeah. think he's probably got to be proud of the way that his team played. And as you said yes. earlier, you might have expected City to run away with this. Mm. They kept going. They kept adding the pressure. Absolutely. They kept throwing the boards in there. They almost got uh, that goal late on there. Just switching over to the Premier League. And, of course, we've talked about and we all talk about about other teams down there that got results. Yeah. There's some results down there. Aston Villa now are on 25 points. They're second yeah. bottom. They're two points from safety. Um, they've got 52 goals against... I'm afraid little old my team, little old Middlesbrough Football Club, back in 1997. Why we did lost, you have to get them into every well, podcast? Well, because we lost, a, we lost a League Cup final. Oh, OK. And well, we, you're, you're giving me similarities. Yeah, yeah. And um, we got relegated. Now, there was circumstances and three points deducted, et cetera, et cetera. But we, mm. we would, the disappointment of losing the League Cup final and having to, yeah. to get everybody back off the floor again and to fight a relegation fight is not easy. That's why I'm bringing yeah. it up, because I've been there and I've lived it, and we got relegated. And when you see yourself 
tomorrow morning when they get up, they're all aches and yeah. pains, and they think about yeah. getting ready for training again to fight on the, uh, in the Premier League and they're in yeah. the position that they're in. That takes some doing. They've put a ton of effort into the season up to this yeah. point. And, and yes, the results haven't been there for Villa, but you couldn't argue for one second. Maybe I think there's one game recently that, that the manager was unhappy about, but they've given everything. And when well, they what, see themselves where they are, I yeah. tell you what, they got a job on staying in this league. This is where we slightly disagree, didn't we? And, 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 and it, I'll make my point after, mm. where you were saying, you know, you take a, a cup final, league cup final, and get relegated. And I was saying, no, not for me. Forget that league cup final, or even probably the FA Cup final. I, I want to stay in the league. The reason I say that, Robin, you're right. I had a really good go at it. We'll, we'll come away with some plaudits of how they had a go and could have been different with the Engels header, et cetera, et cetera. The, 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 the main fact is they lost the match. But then let's look at their next five, six Premier League games. Leicester City away, Chelsea at home, Newcastle away, Wolves at home, Liverpool away, Man United at home. <laughs> Bye-bye. <laughs> I mean... Rob, based on what we've seen and what we know, those five, what, uh, six games for, for Aston Villa, leading them through till we start to get to April, end of April, mm. I don't see enough points. Mm. I just don't I, the, see I, enough points. Yeah, the, New, the Newcastle game. Did you say that was no. home or away, Newcastle? Newcastle away. Yeah, I mean, Wolves, it, Wolves yeah. at home, massive game. I mean, Wolves we know that was crazy results happen. Yeah, we just talked yeah. About and they can have so, an, the odd crazy result, Rob. Mm. But Leicester, Chelsea, Newcastle, Wolves, Liverpool, Man United. Yeah, it's a how many crazy? How many crazies are? Yeah, one maybe. There's exactly. there's, there's yeah. four. Are they, is there four points if they if they get a draw there? If they if they win, maybe there's five points if they get a couple. All of the other draws teams, and, you know, the Wolves, yeah, the Chelsea's, the Leicester, Man United's mm. desperate for points themselves. Mm. I just wonder whether, and, and listen, you obviously to get to a League Cup final is a great thing for, for, for a newly promoted team, and, mm. and Dean Smith's done a, done a great job. Mm. But is there any. It's been a tough day. Let's leave him alone. <laughs> We've just <laughs> lost the final. We've relegated them as well. We've talked about their upcoming games. Villa let's, fans let's, hang in there. You, yeah, you never know. Yeah, the absolutely. They're a tough bunch. Villa fans, yeah. we know that, mate. Absolutely. Uh, and I'd love them to stay. I mean, when, yeah. when that. People say, and we've been there, Rob. That place on a, on a, on oh, a forty odd yeah. thousand on that a Saturday end, or, yeah. or midnight is a, a special place yeah, to play your football place. and watch your it football. Really and really let's is. hope they can somehow find a way to stay in the, in the Premier League. Well, let's move on to another game, and it's always mm. we're talking oh. about controversy. Oh, um, oh, dear, actually, really dear, enjoyed dear. the game between Everton and Manchester game, United. Yeah, nice, uh, yeah. Really good game. Finished one-one. Actually, thought yeah. it might be a draw. Um, but uh, f- I mean, the Calvert Lewin goal in the third minute is crazy, crazy for David De Gea. Crazy, um, yeah. uh, Bruno Fernandez then scores a really nice shot that you could argue that Jordan Pickford should have got in the 31st yeah. uh, minute. Yeah. And then Everton had a goal disallowed in stoppage time. Mm. VAR got involved and deemed that uh, Guilfrey Sigurdsson was in an offside position yeah. right yeah. in front of David De Gea. Now, uh, just for our listeners, if we didn't see it, the view yeah. from, um, from, from Martino and Musto was 
that this was a bad call. And yeah. we, you know what it's like, Rob, in the studio. We, yeah. have, a, we have a research guy that's 10 yards away and he's got access to everything and we get a mm. printout straight away of all the interpretations. All the we're going through yeah. every one, we're crossing off all of them to, yeah. to, sort of, to, to, to come to the conclusion that should have stood. Line of sight, there's two things that we, came, we got it down to that it possibly could be. Line of sight, which I'll describe yeah. in a minute, and, yeah. and did, his, did his actions uh, on the ball by pulling yeah. his feet away yeah. You know, affect the ability of the goalkeeper in this case yeah. to save the ball. the ball, and we yeah. we said no yeah. in both sides. Now the PGMOL have come mm. back to us, Robbie Earl, and basically yeah. said, yeah, actually he is in the line of sight, and it affected David de Gea's ability to make the save. Mm. And we respect the PGMOL, and it's the, the governing yeah. body in the UK. Absolutely. I just don't get it. I disagree. Yeah, so you're, you're the same. But, yeah, uh, and and I thought you and Carl were. were, were Handled it brilliantly, by the way. I thought I thought you try try to stick to to rules and facts yeah. and tell us yeah. the, the what the laws were, and then to say, okay, is there a way that this does impact on on those things? And it didn't, in my opinion. Mm. If you look at the movement, just just for one moment, take the movement of David de Gea. Yeah, his movements are based on the movement of the ball. So on the movement of the ball, that means he must have been able yes. to see it. <laughs> Absolutely if, if right. He couldn't, if he right. couldn't see it, he, you he might, he might have done a stutter thing and then he mm. might have been, oh, I can't see where's the ball. Yeah. He was always moving to his right as the first shot yeah. came in and then he set himself and was moving to the left. As he saw as it the, deflected. As they deflect. Now, all the Gilfie Sigurdsson did is pull his legs away. So that doesn't stop David De Gea A, diving, or B, getting to the ball. What mm. was the problem was David De Gea had gone too far to his right yeah. and was never going to get the ball that was deflected. If, if, if you take the player out of the equation, right, Correct. and, and yeah. I agree yeah. with you, and I, and I yeah. said to our guys in the tape room, mm. I said, is there a point where yeah. David De Gea, as this ball travels and we tracked Can't it slow motion, yeah. Yeah. and I yeah. did it on the replay, Rob, the yeah. first run through, I said, a, he can yeah. see it, he can see it, yeah. he can see it, yeah. he can see it. They did a great eyes where you see the, the, the red eyes of the goalkeeper looking. And in yeah. every instance, Rob, you look I think like you can, can see, see the ball. It. Yeah, and if, 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 if you take the player away, yeah. is there anything different that David De Gea does? No, yeah. he, no. he goes to his right as he sees the board. It gets deflected. Yeah. And by yeah. the time he shifts his weight, it's in the back of the net. It's nothing to do with a guy on the ground. Um, if, if, he, if, he'd have seen, if he couldn't have seen something, he would have... What, at some point of his movement, he would have paused or he yeah, would have been seen straying his neck or his hands like, I can't see or whatever. But mm. he was always concentrated on the ball and, and, and his movement was aligned to the ball. The first to the right as the shot came in, not great mm. shot from, from Gabalu, and the second from the deflection off mm. Maguire. Mm. So, yeah. I mean, again, you, you look at VAR, you wonder why these decisions seem to be at odds with what we see with what we understand with the rules and the laws as they seem to be written yeah, yeah. it just feels awkward and, and I can understand Angelotti going and asking a question mm. and being a little bit strong and, and now he's got himself a red card that doesn't help and mm. uh, he might miss his, is it next weekend um, his game is it Chelsea they've got next weekend yeah, I think it, yeah they've got Chelsea it, away on he Sunday he might get touchline banned mm. for that one which is disappointing um, but you know this VAR Robert <laughs> I, I every, just think, every Rob. Week. Yeah, I just. I mean, of course they're under pressure. Of course they go, yeah. they've got to make a quick yeah. call on it, and they yeah. haven't got time maybe to, to. 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 I mean, they should know the rules inside out. When you yeah. look at it, it looks offside. It looks yeah, offside. Course. And yeah. everybody watching it at home, just casually watching a game, like, oh, he's right there, he's right in front offside. of the goalkeeper, yeah, he's yeah, offside. Yeah, but it's yeah. not until you go through line by line and yeah. actually interpret every detail mm. of it, clearly preventing, yeah. clearly obstructing, 
yeah. an opponent from challenging for the ball because because of basically of lack of because the he's in you know, obscuring his line of sight on the ball. It's got to yeah. be on the ball. It's not as though he's he's in his peripheral vision. That doesn't yeah. matter. You know, it, it doesn't matter. And listen, I, I again. Until somebody can describe it to me, you know, I, I just... I'm wondering, uh, you just wonder what the process is of the people who are looking at it. And, and I'm just wondering, Rob, if somewhere along the line... I used to work in with uh, one of the FA groups, and then we used to look at disciplinary things, and, you know, when people were, got second yellow cards or appealing red mm. cards. And I used to get sent videos and ask my opinion from a player's or ex-player's point of view. Now, that didn't mean that I either made a decision or not, but I, I was able to contribute to saying... From my point of view, you know, when sometimes the two-footy tackle, what yeah. there's one that's more dangerous than others, and I don't think his men are hurting me and my experience. Da, da, da. Mm. I just feel as though if, if there was a few players around, ex-players, maybe a few ex-managers, some, that it was a broader group than just mm. the PGMOL. Because mm. what we're seeing is the PGMOL, as they put their note out now, can easily say, well... It looks like the, the goalkeeper, uh, the player was in his sight. It looks like he's uh, affected his ability to play the ball. Mm. I think as a player, or as an ex-goalkeeper even, if you had one there, would say, actually, mm. he hasn't. I, I, affected could, I, I could yeah. have seen everything there. Mm. And it at least gives them another view and another thing to think about. We mm. might get, not get some of these crazy decisions that mm. reflect so badly on, on, on the organisation and then the technology. Yeah, I mean, just in, in the game general, before we, um, before we move it on, yeah. Just, yeah. I, 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 I thought Everton... Getting that early goal, I thought they got a little bit passive. And to be fair to United, yeah. they got on the ball and started passing yeah. the ball. Second half was better from Everton. M- much more on the front foot. It felt like an even game. Yeah. Um, 1-1 felt like the, the, the best result, uh, the, the most accurate result. But Man United play Man City, don't they? The next Premier League Nash, match. Yeah. Uh, and that's, a week on, that's on Sunday, March the 8th. Uh, that's the NBC game on, uh, on Sunday at 12.30pm Eastern yeah. Time. Is there enough signs improvement in Man United to say that they can give them a right good game? And they are at, ha- at yeah. home. They have been playing yeah. better at home. Yeah. Um, I think so, Rob. They're improving, Rob, aren't they? Um, improving. Generally, let's, let's give Oli some credit. Against the big teams, he's had a plan. And yeah. his plans have worked. Bruno Fernandes gives him another creative option for midfield. He's, he's a real player. Um, the threat, Tomane back is, is a help. Twel- uh, tw- getting 90 minutes under his belt it, it will be great for him. Yes, they they can rob. They're, they're, they're signs that, that Ollie's getting some consistency now uh, out of his team. I think so it's quite a long unbeaten run now. Is it eight games or something unbeaten? Mm. Um, so, yeah, I, I don't think it's it, it, it's one-way traffic at all. And, and it's a Manchester derby. It still means something. Yes, both teams aren't quite where they'd like to be. But, um, no, I, I mm. think that there's, a, there's a definite game on in this one. So the race for the top four um, is a really interesting one. Mm. Wow. I mean, nobody seems to want to really Poor grab four. that spot. Um, Leicester City uh, struggling. Um, and the next game, Spurs. Spurs 2, Wolverhampton Wanderers 3. Of course, this game, yeah. game went on at the same time as Everton. Um, Bergwijn scored again in the 13th minute. Matt Doherty, one of the wing-backs that I particularly like for Wolves. Yeah. Serge Aurier, a, a really good attacking fullback as well, scores as well. Jota mm. and Jimenez to win the game in the 73rd minute, 3-2. Yeah. I mean, we know that what Marina's been saying. We know that there's injured players. We've got some good news. I think that Harry Kane um, yeah, and Yomin Son are getting back, close. Yeah. They're not too yeah. far away now. Lucas Moura and Bergwijn and Lacelso, Deli Ali started this game. Where are we with Spurs, Rob? Is it is it as simple as he's he's having a real good look? He dropped the two defenders that you'd normally yeah, expect: Vertonghen, yeah. Alderweireld, and a young-looking wow, partnership. That was like, wow. 
Sanchez Dian Tanganga is a is Jaffa a Tanganga is mm. is a, a really good looking defender. He looks yeah. like he's strong. Mm. Tactically, he's not quite work right, and he's work got to work do. to do. And that's and he that's he okay. Needs, and he needs somebody. It. He needs good people around him. Yeah, to push him and pull him around a little bit. Absolutely. Still so transitional. Sure still, is he is. still feeling his way, Jose? I mean, yeah, still feeling his way. In fairness, trust. what I think, what I think, Jose, in this one's trying to do is get some games under him, get some of those errors in that experience under his belt, because maybe next season he's feeling like he can kick on. So I kind of get that one a little bit. Um, the problem is in in his transitions and in his trials of, of things and players. Spurs need, still need to win games, mate. They mm. still need to be in that top four or top five, whatever it is. And they're slipping away. And the excuse of, like, I'm, I'm glad the tiredness excuse didn't come out, by the way, because the team you're playing against played 46 games this season mm. and, and still came and won the game and still got attacking threats. And mm. listen, Jose knows, you, I said before, he wasn't bought in at the stage of the season he was bought in to just tick things along, have a look at some players. And he was bought in to. to, to Change some things, change a mentality yeah. of the club, and get in the and get to Champions League football. I, I think the Champions League, League part of Champions that. League football what? is not is is is, is it failure? No, it's failure. No, it's failure. No, they were where were they, Rob? They were like 14th position. Do you think? Be, do you think he? Yeah, 14th position, but about but, but four, the, the four, five point, the, the first four or five points away. He's been close, Rob. He's been way closer. And this stadium wasn't built for Europa League Thursday night. I know. Listen, agreed, agreed. I just think that the after Pochettino and the way that the squad was changing and unsettled, etc., etc. And of course, I understand why Mourinho's bought in. I just don't think the expectation would have been a real strong one, given that there's going to be some transition, given he's going to he's going to make some changes that they almost had to finish in the top four for it to be. I, I just don't see it, Rob, and it's just okay, my opinion. You, I, don't yeah. I don't see it as a massive failure. I don't see it as a massive failure. No, I don't see it as a massive failure. I would have said when he was born to the football club, Champions League was the target. Now, when you say about him coming in yeah. and, and sorting yeah. things out from Pochettino, let's, let me just give you one, one fact. Leicester City, you say, not doing very well. Third in the league, 50 points. Tottenham Hotspur, seven in the league, 40 points, 10 points difference. Hmm. Brendan, Rogers went, Brendan Rogers went into that football club and made instant changes. Good, good, yeah, good young players to work with, hungry players, improving players. The, the, the previous manager who, did okay. Who he, gave, who, he gave, who he gave a chance to. Let, let's talk about Troy Parrott. Yeah, okay. a, young, a young striker who all we heard last season was good good things about him in yeah. uh, I watched him I, 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 I saw him play several times play. He's, he's an Irish international I believe mm. uh, goal scorer 90th minute he comes on mm. in, in the game now, that, that's a bit of Mourinho almost chucking him on going look this is all I've got and he's not going to be good enough he, he used to do that at Chelsea chuck a couple of kids on late on as if to say look this is all I've got he got you don't have to do him. those things yeah. and give the kid a chance Build a team and see if he can finish. See if he's... You're doing it with Tang, Tang, Tanganga and losing games. So why don't you find out about Troy Parrott? Listen, I couldn't agree more. He, he has said, though, repeatedly, Rob, over the last few days, mm. he's not ready. He's yeah, not ready. I know. He's not Thanks. ready. Troy Parrott's Thanks. not ready. Well, Thanks, Jose. <laughs> if I'm Troy Parrott, cheers. <laughs> I mean, I mean, I mean, Harry, a young Harry Kane was was trusted yeah, was not to re- go. If and young play. Harry Kane, it's a really good point. If mm. young Harry Kane was at that football club, Josie'd say he's not ready. Mm. Yeah, yeah, and 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 listen, he's not a big. I, I feel with Josie, maybe I'm wrong again here, but if if a young player has got attitude and physicality and size, Scott McTominay, 
Tanganga. Certain players that, yeah, he has brought forward. It, it, he's, he's, he's more happier to play that sort of player, physical player, powerful player. Now, Troy Parrott is not that. He's a technical no. little footballer. And it's just, it's just well, doesn't seem to be the type of He wants of Didier Drogba then. He, yeah, he ain't going exactly right, to get yeah. Didier Drogba. Is right. he? That, the, the game's moved on. The game's different. Sergio Aguero's not Didier Drogba. Mo Salah's not Didier Drogba. He scored plenty of goals, though. Give a kid a chance. We yeah. let's find out about him. If this is a tra- if this is a, a period of finding out for next yeah. season, let's find out. Troy Parrott is going to be. Is he? Yeah. Could he be a good understudy to Harry, or do we have to go and get somebody else in? Absolutely right. And it's not as though you're, you're relying. You're going to have to rely on him no. to be the number nine for the next five, six, seven, eight, nine games. Try him a little bit. Give him, give him some time. It's just it yeah, a stubbornness and a, and a listen. There might be something about him. Maybe Jose's right, but but from what I've seen of him, and and more time has gone has gone mm. along. I'd love to see him have a go, what, particularly what, what when there's no other striker. Jose, then, Rob? What, what, what does he need to do, in, in your Listen, view, success, by the end of the, the ch- Finishing in the Champions League spots is, is success. Of course is that. And of course, when you're bringing that guy into his football club, that's Absolutely. the ultimate. And paying that's him that play. money. I just think, given the situation and given these mm. injuries now, it, it wouldn't make me, if they finish... If they finished in sixth, which they quite might, I'm not going to be chomping at the bit to say fire him because he's, he's failed no, on what he's... I'm not saying fire him, but I'm, I'm just saying, if, if he finishes eighth... Yeah, that's if, bad. If Wolves, that's really, Wolves obviously, Sheffield, that's really if Wolves bad. Wolves or Sheffield United finish above him. Mm. Yeah, that, that's really bad. Yeah. yeah. I mean, okay. t- top six. Top six. Um, give Minimum. Them so, Europa on. League football. Yeah. Uh, listen, I know it's not ideal, and Spurs no. will be aiming for higher than that, but, but the two best players have been out for a little while and yeah, there are other groups. I'm just, I don't know, I just feel this time in this job and this situation mm. that it was a tricky one and Pochettino is a brilliant manager and we saw him starting to struggle a little bit because but, the squad was going through some changes and some issues. Ericsson's mm. gone. I mean, it, it, and there's some new players coming in which take a little bit of time to settle in. Love La Salso, by the way, but others take a little bit of time. Yeah. And um, but listen, We said a few weeks ago they were, they were catching on Chelsea's tails and we said, Josie's got his eye on And then Hume's son then, then gets injured, Rob. You know, really important player. He broke, breaks his arm or wrist or whatever it is, and he's going to be out for a few weeks. Let's let's see how it shakes out. I mean, it, okay. it, you know, and, and uh, others aren't grabbing the spot. So another no, reason why I mean, they have got to totally keep to going grabs. for it and start Chelsea talking about have it. Shown as well. inconsistency. Yeah, United mm. still not not sure, but mm. showing a bit more consistency. Wolves mm. and Sheffield United still in with with, with a chance as well. Mm. Yeah, absolutely. And, and listen, we we could talk forever about every team, mm. by the way, Rob. And, and let's quick before we move on, Wolverhampton yeah. Wanderers again. I oh, mean, it wow. is remarkable. Wow. Nuno is a, is a, is doing a remarkable job. You said the amount of games they've played, the yeah. football, the way that they play, the counter-attacking, the organisation, the consistency of the of players, the yeah, understanding yes. and, and the reliability of certain players and the improvement of Jota and Traore yeah. and the continued excellence of a, of a well-recruited striker in Raul Jimenez. Jimenez I mean, it, yeah. it, is a, it is excellent what they're doing and why can't Wolverhampton Wanderers finish in mm, fourth spot? They absolutely, absolutely could. It, you know, the Europa League's going to kick back in. Of course, it's kicked back in. Uh, and the knockout stages. Talk about recruitment, Rob. Diff- and I know yeah, they've got the link yeah. with, with Mendes, Mendes and the yeah. ages, but, yeah. you know, they've brought in some really good yeah. players and, and look like, you know, a team yeah. that certainly can go toe-to-toe with anyone and, and quite like playing against the big boys, it yeah. looks like. Brilliant, brilliant stuff. Okay. Yeah. Okay, we have got to talk about bigger clubs, though, in Chelsea. Chelsea um, at Bournemouth. Uh, fun game, 2-2. Yeah, um, yeah. Marcus Alonso, who really enjoys... Really, enjoy, <laughs> <laughs> really enjoys playing... Uh, as a wing-back on that left-hand side, gets two goals in a game. Um, wow. I mean, Jefferson Lerma and Josh uh, King scored for Bournemouth 2-2. Kind of game that went both ways. 
Are you liking what we're seeing from Chelsea at the moment with three at the back and the four across oh. midfield and the Pedro mm. and the Mount and the Giroud that didn't do a lot? Where are we? I, I don't mind the shape. I, did, I just think the personnel didn't particularly work. I thought Tumori had, uh, had a tough time and actually came off. Mm. Uh, suits, obviously, Marcus Alonso in that wide area and, and Reese James. It suits the two midfield really does. players, it as, does. You, as, as you say. It's, yeah. a, it's a nice side-by-side. Um, Mason Mount playing on, and, and Pedro one side Giroud Giroud is one of those players who you think he should start after, after doing well he starts and then you realise why he should be a mm. sub just not you just can't consistently get the threat and the goals that, that you'd want from him he's great a, a build up player mm. as, as, as he is mm. um, you know Lack of a little bit of, of, of daring on the outside. And I know, like, Polisic's injured, Callum Hudson-Odoi, uh, Loftus-Cheek, they're all coming back. So they'll add competition place. Willian, obviously, talked about him and Pedro aging out. So I do like the shape. I think that that's kind. it could be the, a future for, for Frank, or certainly a good option for Frank. The personnel, I don't think, quite um, fitted it. And, and Frank said again, and, and uh, I was listening closely to his press conference, talked about the number of chances they're making and not putting them away. And he had a little pop at his forward-thinking players when he said, you know, it's great that Marcos Alonso gets a double, yeah. but I don't want him being top of my scoring toss. My attacking players have to take more yeah. chances. And yeah. as, a, as, a, as a player who he was, as a midfield player who had a great eye for goal, he's talking about midfield players, he's talking about wide players, and he's talking about strikers now. Tammy Abraham, I've heard, has gone off to Barcelona to see a specialist about his ankle. That's slightly worrying that that hasn't cleared up quickly. So, mm-hmm. you know, it looks like Giroud or Batshuayi are going to be given the chance to try and get the goals to make sure that Chelsea finish in those top four or five spots. Mm-hmm. When you're used to playing with Didier Drogba or and you've seen Diego yeah. Costa and you've yeah. seen some number nines yeah. of Chelsea that have been excellent, mm-hmm. I, I suppose he's, he's thinking this is tough to take. I mean... yeah. You know, Giroud, uh, Batshuayi had a little run in the side. It didn't really look like it. And, and he's been, he certainly has been very strong and almost aggressive in saying that he needs more forwards and it's about yeah. goals and we create chances every single game when nobody's putting them away. Again, yeah. um, I mean, that's only seven clean sheets in 40 games yeah. in all competitions, Rob. So yeah. I, I get that. I get that. But there, there's got to be some address as well at the other end in trying mm. to be, you know, you score two goals away from home. I know it's Bournemouth, yeah. but you got two goals away from home yeah, and you still didn't win. You, sh- you should be enough for three yeah. points. So yeah. that side of it, for me, is as strong. It's as strong of where improvement needs as much as the striker. And we, we don't see a lot of great teams, Rob, that, that consistently concede goals. We just don't. And, mm. and that worries me a little bit with Chelsea. But listen, I, it is a difficult job. I think there will be a lot of money given to Frank Lampard to try and you know bolster things. Address um, that, yeah. Yeah, but it was a fun game. And Bournemouth... Uh, in the bottom three right now as we speak, mm. uh, given the, the games in the weekend. Uh, again, it's, tight down there, it's no, very it's tight. Really, I mean, it's yeah. super, super tight. Um, and that's a difficult game for Bournemouth. They'll take a point from there. Frank Lampard, yeah, against we, Chelsea, we're yeah. seeing now, regularly looks fed up and annoyed after games. <laughs> yeah, he's got that um, face on Frank's face. He has, yeah. Yeah, so, um, yeah, but I, I, I expect a little bit more from the reaction of Bayern Munich, but 2-2. More goals conceded, not ideal for them. Okay, other games, Rob, just quickly mm. around. So Norwich City got a great win against Leicester yeah, City. Great win, yeah. It really was. The fullbacks did play good well football, there. don't they? Let Norwich. They do. Somebody said they're the best footballing team that is going to get relegated. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And they, they might, if they finish last place they are now, they might be the best, worst team we've ever seen in the Premier League. Yeah. I mean, really yeah. are. But um, And a great win against Leicester. Are you a little worried about Leicester with Brendan Rodgers, Rob, that he looked. Just afterwards, he didn't. He didn't have really many answers, and, and yeah, a little bit of that snap and fire oh, that he had early on the season. It, it's a little bit is like he losing his team, the momentum, and is he worried about losing the momentum mm. at this football club with these young players? I mean, the the, the, the 
challenge for the managers is to keep the players motivated, keep the ambition going high. And, 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 you know, and second and, and half, and since the turn of the year, it, it, it's pretty much dropped off a lot for Leicester. Not quite had that spark that they, they started with, not that kind of get at them and, and want to run people down. And indeed, he has been a miss. And, and if you look at his his time out in, in the form, you, you can link those two. And, and he could, that's been an important part. Mm. One or two other players, as you say, just maybe drop below the standards. Mm. They got. They had such a good start, though. I talked about Rob. Fifty points. They're ten points ahead of Spurs. They got to, you know, even if they just limp over the line, they've, they've got to the find limp. a way. A couple of good wins could fi- could. But that means going again. That means going again. Yeah, they've got to find a way to go again. Absolutely, got to find a way to go again. But I believe in Brendan. I like him. I like the group of mm. players that he's got, and it's a bit like proving now that, that they're good enough. Is the pack of chasing uh, Chelsea have had it? The pack chasing mm. them for a while. Pack's just closing down on Leicester. And again, we find out about people now. We've got 10 games to go. Let's mm. see what Leicester are all about. Yeah, absolutely right. Yeah, and, and just a quickie on the um, the disallowed goal, the handball uh, for me and Acho there. Oh, again, yeah. it's just, it, it's an accidental handball. Yeah, it, it's it, like it's just the, the, the law, new, please. yeah, I just hope, I really, really hope yeah. in the summer yeah. that IFAB get together and say, mm. you know, of course, not, not to score a goal with a hand makes sense to me, but not the assisting part yeah. and, and being involved no, in a build-up play. I just don't like it. But we'll see. But again, a good a good three points for Norwich City. They've got ton of work to do, of course, with everybody else seemingly winning yeah. down there. Uh, Villa didn't play, of course, but uh, yeah, great win for them. Other results, my friend. Crystal Palace beat Brighton in the M23 derby. Yes. West Ham United. And I great thought, win. by the way, the most pressured, the biggest, in some ways, the biggest game this weekend because of all that's yeah. going on at West Ham, because of the form yeah. that they're in, because of the stick, because of the protests, because of the importance of this home game Massive. against Massive, Southampton. Rob. And they found Massive. a way to win it. Massive. You lost that game. It, it's doom oh, and gloom, isn't it? it is doom, doom and gloom. Mm. And uh, Jared Bowen got got his first yes. goal, his first start, which is great. Obviously, comes in and gives a bit of life. And you know, it's great when a young player, when a, a younger player comes in from a league down below, and he doesn't get caught up in all that stuff that's going on. It's like this is my league, my yeah. first Premier League start. He brings a bit of life Lovely and goal. energy. It was a really nice, lovely finish, too. finish. And all of a sudden, just gives a little bit of, of enthusiasm and impetus to a mm. team that were. We're going the wrong way badly. So, yeah, massive win that for David Moyes. And Newcastle, Burnley, uh, a nil-nil for both of them, which is good kind point of Newcastle. It's a good point for them, for Newcastle. Yeah. It's a good point, yeah, 32 points. Keep, at this Anything stage now. of the season, just yeah. keep on picking those points and ticking away from that, that bottom three. That, that's the most important mm. thing. Underappreciated performance, Rob, as we, as we near the yes, end of our sir. show now. And this is something we, we just try and pick out players who've had a good weekend that maybe some of our listeners don't hear too much about. Um, yeah. Give me yours for this weekend. Mine is going to be the winner of the Crystal Palace Brighton derby. It's Jordan. Are mm. you Robbie Mustu? Yeah, he gets a bit Simon of stick, doesn't he? Gets a little bit. Gets of a bit of stick. stick. Listen, he, he he wasn't even the most famous are you brother when he when he was signed. <laughs> yeah, he, he he does get a bit of stick. And and what I like about him is he plays in any of the front positions, whether you're playing wide right, wide left, up front or in the hole. Gives his best to the team. Scores some important goals. I think that's his seventh Premier League goal of, of the season. Gives to his team. And then it's in a, in a team where Benteke. Okay, he hasn't scored. Will's focus has been all over the place. Um, Conor Wickham has, has, has not been able to goal. Saw lots gone on loan and couldn't deliver the goals. Mm. He's been he's been a, a kind of for, yeah. for, for Crystal Palace a comfort and, and a solidity that you know playing he gives everything and he's going to nick us a goal. Mm. So uh, I think he's a bit appreciated by fans around around the league and, mm. and uh, uh, maybe Crystal Palace fans have a little bit more love for him. But mm. some big love to Jordan Ayew. Forget Andre Ayew. Jordan is the man. Jordan's the man. So I, I want to go to to the outstanding team um, this weekend, which is Watford. Uh, Honourable mention to Etienne Capoue. 
who mm. I, I think does a, a sterling job in the middle of midfield. And, of course, he is going to be appreciated now, but maybe he wasn't before. And I want to just emphasize that he is underappreciated. Yeah. Ismael Assar, the new player, Senegalese player that's come into this football club, $36.5 million, 22 years of age. He's got everything. He's very, very quick. He's got a lovely, calm, composed nature around the goal. He's got an eye for goal. He's got great physicality. He's a big, big player. Mm. And... He might not always shine because he's young and he's in a team that's struggling a little bit at the moment. But in terms of future stars of this mm. Premier League, Ismail Assar, in my opinion, is going to be one of them. Uh, and, and we'll see. We'll see how he develops. But for his first little stint in Premier League football with a team like Watford, you can only be impressed. And, you know, our understanding is that he's a very quiet guy, yeah. likes to keep himself to himself. He's doing all the right things around the training ground. Ismail Assar... I think is going to do big things in the Premier League. So, again, I'm sure our listeners know about him right now. Just yeah, keep watching keep out for this. Watch, keep mm. watching out for this kid. Yeah. The mini money started Absolutely. here, Robbie Mosser. Yes. The mini money. Listen, mate, that's it for an action-packed podcast on a week when Liverpool eventually lost the Premier League game and Manchester City won the first piece of domestic silverware in the League Cup victory against Villa. We'll be back next Sunday, March the 8th, when we'll have a deep dive on the Premier League match week 29. And the very small matter of a Manchester derby. But for now, I'm Earl. He's Musto together with the two Robbies. Thanks for listening. It's a good night from me. And it's good night from him. Good night. Good night. Dietz and Watson's been making meats and cheeses the right way since forever. What's that mean? It means never cutting corners, ever. It means cooking, not processing. It means our Virginia brand ham that's cooked to perfection, then twice baked to layer the flavors. It takes more time, but you can taste the difference. We come to work every day to do it the right way, even if it's the hard way. Because if it's not right for us, it's not right for you. Dietz and Watson, it's a family thing since 1939. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand.